Well, I got to tell you that that open just gets me so hyped up for this. <laughs> no, hyped up for this show. What is going on, everybody? Let's Welcome to Alarm Fantasy Football. I'm Howard Bender, uh, Andrew Cooper, with me here today. Britt Flynn not here this week, so uh, the show must go on. And here is Coop and I. And I got to tell you, we were like having like a nice little laugh there before the show even started. We're coming in a little extra jovial, I guess. But it was kind of like that, like that awkward sort of laughter, like talking about NFL injuries and all that kind of thing. It just, you know, you just there's there's like an awkward thing. We were talking about Logan right. Thomas. Oh right? yeah. Hi, Coop. How are you? Welcome to the show, everybody. Well, what's <laughs> happening, dude? What's happening, chat? I mean, and the thing is, we we're kind of chuckling or whatever. That the intro just wipes the slate clean. Like I, I thought we were coming out of the tunnel. I was ready to cartwheel, dude. I was. I'm ready to get after it. And we got uh we got the Twitch friends in the chat already. Uh, Rex, I saw your question on the last one, the last show before that we didn't get to. So get those questions in here, everybody coming over. If we didn't get to your questions, we'll we'll get to them today. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna hit on the news. We're gonna hit on some questions. We got uh, some big segments coming up here too, Howard. Right, buddy? Big big segments coming up. I mean, that's the thing. We want to try and make sure that we're feeding you guys. Also, you know, additional information. You know, you get everything over at fantasyalarm.com. Uh, if you don't have that all pro subscription, I mean, you're missing already, you're already missing out on a ton of content. So if we kind of get caught up in the whole, just question after question after question, then we're not going to be able to feed you some of that other, uh, content. I mean, if you have the all pro subscription, still there's more that we have. There's more. I can't believe Look at, look at Coop's mind. It's clear. Secret. You see his head. It's not his ego. It's just, it's knowledge. That's coming out my ears. Such a huge noggin. <laughs> why he's got to wear the hat all the time. Me too. Same thing. You got to keep it all in. The gray keep matter wants here. to see out. Well, that that's the thing. It's the, this is what you get on shows like this. But what's under the cap behind the paywall for members? I mean, that's where all the good stuff is. That's well, where all the like top. A, you got like a, like a like a modern day Johnny Bravo style style hairdo. You got like the shaved on the bottom and like you know, hey, bad, I got all these dude. luscious locks up top. I, need I wear the hat here. because the hair is thinning. I, you wear the hat to keep the, the, the gray matter in. So. Yeah, keep the secrets, dude. To keep the secrets. The DFS picks, all that stuff. That is for members only. It is for members only. But you know what? I like to share some of that. We were going to talk about uh, you know vulnerable secondaries. And listen, if you're playing DFS, we cover that. Like Coop covers it in the tight end coach. Cover it in the wide receiver coach. We cover it in the wide receiver cornerback uh, matchup article that uh, our good friend JB Barry just joined the fantasy alarm family brings that to the table. So, I mean, there's just, there's a ton of stuff here, but we do like to also share it with you guys here. Plenty of time for Q and a, again, we've got another episode of alarm fantasy football tomorrow. Coop's got live streams uh, with John and Pemba before game time and, and all sorts of stuff. So we'll get you in there uh, as, as best as possible. But like I was saying, when we were coming in, it was a little awkward laughter. We were talking about the fact that Logan Thomas, I mean, the dude just got knocked out on that hit. And it wasn't a clean hit. It was a bad hit. And, you know, uh, but overall, like, I, I saw the dude didn't get suspended for it. No, like, I don't like, know, man. And I'll tell you what, Logan Thomas holding on to that football, man, he took that ball with him to the shadow realm. Like, well, that's, that. that's why we were saying we were like, I was like, yeah, it was like Rod Tidwell at the end of Jerry Maguire. I was half expecting him to get up. See, right. You're like laughing because it's yeah, funny. Right. When you, you shouldn't laugh it, but, at that. You, you know, shouldn't you can't. laugh. I mean, it's but, just, it's brutal. Cole Turner yeah. though. That's Tough the guy game. you want. If Logan Thomas is out. He'll be in the DFS line. He'll be in the DFS article for sure. I'm going to put him in there regardless. So I'm going to write a caveat, you know, just write up why we like Cole Turner 
and basically say you only start him if Logan Thomas is out. But I mean, we're talking about a converted wide receiver that is going into a role that was already a wide receiver role under Ron Rivera. And then Eric Bieniemy brought over his big bag of tight end tricks that he, you know, figured out with Travis Kelsey over the years. And if you look at uh, what Noah Gray, even week one was able to do with the, you know, five catches and five targets or whatever, like whoever is in that job is going to get some looks and for Cole Turner's price on, on DFS or whatever. Yeah. We're in. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So you know, listen. The Cole Turner value will reveal more of those as we go through a lot of the NFL injuries today. We're gonna, you know, jump on that, and then later on here in the show, uh, we're gonna try and get to some secondaries that we are targeting against. We wanted to bring that to you guys yesterday, so just make sure that we uh, we we get that in. We'll make some underdog higher or lower picks today. Also, you obviously want to jump in. Uh, on their contest that we've got, go to uh, fantasyalarm.com slash underdog. Promo code ALARM, 100% match deposit on your first one there. And we're Co- Coop and I are going to carry you through a ton of stuff. But let's, you know, enough with the pleasantries, enough with the, 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 the fanfare here. Let's get down to business and let's start off, you know, at the quarterback position here because the injuries – uh, and the reports that we're seeing right now, I mean, it's, you know, Ian Rappaport saying Joe Burrow won't be fully healthy for probably some time. Uh, Jim Bob Cooter's like, nope, we're going to let Anthony Richardson run. I don't care how many concussions that dude gets. Uh, and then little poor Bryce Young, right? He's so little, mm. little baby guy. He's like, he fits in Darren Sproles' pocket. <laughs> they're not doing QB sneaks. What's up with the QB news right now? I, I do. So we gotta, we gotta hit on the other stuff first. But the Bryce, the Bryce Young stuff. Yeah. I just love, <laughs> I just love how all off season it was a contest to see who could get the best like perspective on him to make him look as small as possible. Like I feel like dudes were like cr- climbing trees to take yeah. the angle that made him look like a tiny little dude. It's like I'm, like I'm pinching your head right now. Here. Exactly. Yeah. Like that would people at the leaning tower of Pisa. And then there's like Bryce <laughs> Young, just like tiny little thing. Like he's not, he's not that small, but it is interesting that now kind this is kind of a, I thought it was when I first kind of heard, I thought it was just like a joke, but this is, I, there are, there are articles on like ESPN and, and all over the place saying that they're not going to do it. They're not going to use them for, for QB sneaks. So I don't know. I get it with like Tua. Like, you know, you don't use like Tua with QB sneaks because what's going on, but it's really, you really can't get it. You can't get it done. That, that could be a huge problem. Yeah. I mean, listen, I mean, maybe, you know, try, try it. They should at least give him an opportunity, right? Line up like the Eagles do with Jalen Hurts. You know, you've got him so surrounded and so protected. Like, that's why that formation is there. It's not just for the guys to get that push from behind, but it's also to protect your quarterback during a quarterback sneak like that. And if you've got him like, you know, I mean, it's basically it's bubble wrap. Just, just have Hayden Hurst pick him up like a baby and just put him on the other side. Like just, <laughs> <laughs> just reach. Yeah. <laughs> he's like holding him in his arms. Like he's putting him in, like he's putting him into like a, a shopping cart, like a little seat up top. Right. First down. <laughs> they should do like, they should, they should do like around Hayden Hurst. They should uh, like do like a, like a papoose, like a, like a wrap. <laughs> And put Bryce Young in it right there, so that way Hayden Hurst can, you know, have the bubble wrap around him also, and it doesn't hurt his lips. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't rule anything out, honestly. especially if Bryce Young's a biter. You never want to deal with a biter. <laughs> no. 
Um, all right, well, let's let's get to the to the real stuff here, and and uh, you know, obviously, the Joe Burrow situation is uh, we we kind of knew we saw everybody saw this coming. If you didn't see it coming, then I, I don't know what to tell you. I was you know, none of us were like wheels up Joe Burrow. We were like, yeah, you start Joe Burrow because he's there. But knowing him aggravating that that injury right now, now the question is is how much do you protect him? How much do you how, how much do you hold him out? Because Obviously, T. Higgins and and Jamar Chase value is getting clipped. You, you hold him out until he's one hundred percent, and it's it's because we not only do we just see what happened to Aaron Rodgers, but the example I always go to is Kevin Durant, where he said his he's like my calf is strained, and it was the NBA Finals, so he decided to play. Which in if this was the Super Bowl, you play. But what happened with Kevin Durant is he tore his Achilles. And that's what happens sometimes with these calf issues. So if that's even on the table, you don't play the guy because those injuries, sometimes people come back, sometimes they don't. It's totally, I mean, you just, I say just, even if it costs you the season, you just hold him out until he's good to go. That's my policy on that. And if you got to start Jake Browning or I think they got Will Greer over there now, then you got to start those guys. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. I've always been of that mindset. You know, there's the, the talk about Saquon Barkley and, and you know, it's obvious gamesmanship there that Dayball's like, oh, no, you know, San Francisco's got to prepare for Barkley uh, and not just, you know, worry about the Matt Breida revenge game narrative that's about to take place in there. But, <clears throat> you know, you don't want you uh, as, a, as a fantasy owner of, of these guys, I don't want them. I don't want them playing. Sit out until you're 100. percent Is exactly what you said. Right. I would like so, to see that. I don't know what probably for some time is. Is that? I mean, it. You kind of have to figure that it's not going to happen on Monday night. I wouldn't use a Monday night if you have, no. if you have a, a viable quarterback to use on Sunday or that first Monday night football game. Um, uh, yeah, I would not be starting Joe Burrow at all this week. And you know, unfortunately. I'm never going to take Jamar Chase out of my lineups. No, I'm okay. never going to take T Higgins out of my lineups. You just, you can't do that. Ask, ask the people who benched Garrett Wilson and then just watched him uh, this past week, get his score. That the, pe- touchdown. the people who benched T Higgins do. He had zero points week one, two touchdowns this week. Oh, I, mean, I know. Right. That's like all, just the, gotta all, roll the, it. all the, all the people who like sold uh, or dropped Drake London too. I will say that. Yeah, I know. Gross. I will say Zach, Zach Wilson, a little bit, dude, he's got some zip. You say what you will. He does. He holds on the ball. He he sometimes runs thirty yards in the wrong direction before he throws it. But he's he can put some zip on the ball, huh? That that pass to uh, to Garrett Wilson over the middle that was a that was a laser. That was a that was a uh, that was a nice throw. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, I, he just he has so much to learn. And we talked right. about this. You know, we talked about this on uh, you know on yesterday's show. Also, what what we want is for Aaron Rodgers to be the voice in the helmet for Zach Wilson. I would much, much prefer that uh, than to have Nathaniel Hackett's voice in there. Yeah. So there's one stat that I've been tracking uh, and it applies to Justin Fields, but for it applies to Zach Wilson as well. And this is what I want to follow with him is he, he does get himself into some trouble. And so far he, when they call a pass play, he's only actually throws the ball 82% of the time, which is towards the very bottom of the league. I want to see him out there throwing the ball at least 90% of the time. Like, of course, you're going to scramble sometimes. You're mm-hmm. going to get sacked. And, you know, if you throw it away, that doesn't count as an attempt sometimes. So, but I want to see him 90% is where he needs to live. Even Jalen 
Hertz and and Lamar Jackson, those guys are at like 86, and he's not them. So he needs to be when they call the pass play, he needs to be throwing the football. It sounds it sounds pretty simple, but that's what I want to see from this play. Uh, yeah, I, I just I just need to see growth. That's it. I just want to see some steady growth. I was never planning on Aaron Rodgers beyond this season anyway. Maybe next right. season, if this season was you know truly successful. You have to, you know, I mean, throwing Zach Wilson into the fire like this is a little dangerous. I obviously don't like him going up against the Patriots and Bill Belichick. I mean, that's, you know, that that's a bust of a, of a notion right there. I mean. That game's going to be so bad, Howard. What, I think <laughs> I think it's set at like 30, 35 points or something. Like that is going to be a really, Right, that's, that's going to be like one. nine to six by the end of the game. <laughs> I know. It, it's set at like 35, and I, I'm still thinking maybe under. But hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? In any event, we were talking Joe Burrow here. Don't know how long he's going to be out. Definitely not playing him this week. We'll continue to play Chase. We'll continue to play Higgins. Won't play Boyd. Won't worry about that. I'm fine with Joe Mixon. I'll use Joe Mixon. Uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's fine. I'm not going to go and over invest in the Bengals, but if I'm playing season long fantasy, I got to start, you know, my guys, unless you have like a clear alternative, uh, as to when that, where did you rank? Where did you rank for, for this week? Garrett Wilson, Jamar Chase and T Higgins. Where'd you, where'd you rank those guys? So you guys can I, find Andrew Cooper's rankings over it. All my rankings are up there at fancy alarm. I have, uh, I know I have Garrett Wilson at, so I know I have Chase uh, just around back end wide receiver one range. I think he's like eight or nine or so still. Garrett okay. Wilson, I have around 15, which means you're starting him in every single league, right? Like every league I play has at least two wide receiver spots, right? So uh, you're starting him. And then Higgins is the one where I have him probably right around uh, the back end wide receiver two range. But again, I mean, it's like unless your team is loaded, you're going to have to start at least two wide receivers in flex. We got to think of it in those terms where it's like most of these guys are going to be in your lineup. You know, yeah. uh, my question for you, Howard, is like, so Jake Browning, I rank him. I just ranked him at 32. But mm-hmm. the more I think, you know, I, I actually will. There's some players we'll talk about in a little bit, but I don't know. There could be an argument to be made to move him ahead of a couple guys. Is there anybody that you would you start Joshua Dobbs or? Or oh well, yeah. I mean, that's that's what we're looking at. If you're talking about you know the matchups, pure and and simple like that, yeah, he's definitely not last in the league. Josh Dobbs against the Dallas Cowboys this week. I mean, you know, the only thing that could save it, you know, you know, the only thing that I could save is that Dallas could be looking ahead of this game, and and so all of a sudden it's like closer than you would like to think. Um, But I'm still not going to start Joshua, you know, Joshua Dobbs against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I would actually probably start Browning, uh, you know, against the Rams. Where are the Rams in uh, pass cover? Look at that. 28th in DVOA against the pass. Yeah. Okay. Giving up significant, you're giving up a, a fair amount of uh, of yards through the air right now. So, yeah, I mean, I would definitely do that. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple questions in the chat. If you want to hit them real quick, Howard, what do you think? There's a couple burrow questions. A couple uh, of burrow questions. Was it, is it the one wondering if he's going to be out before the, uh, the start of the Eagles game? <laughs> yeah, that one's, that one's not happening, but we got one uh, burrow. Someone dropped Dak Prescott. Should I drop Muth or Kincaid to pick up Dak? I mean, if you if don't have got another, Joe Burrow. Yeah. You need another, you need a quarterback. I would drop, I would drop Friar Muth right now. 
because he's he's not doing anything even with Deontay Johnson out. I think his chest might still be not right. So I honestly, if you have to, you have to drop somebody. You have to drop somebody. So I'll drop Muth. Uh, interesting. Tr- interesting. I think trade. I have. I think I have Muth in the uh, in the in the watch list. I don't know. Not I mean, I think anything, man. Yeah. <laughs> not doing anything. <laughs> he hey, anything. Listen, that's why it's a watch list. No, he didn't do anything this past week, and maybe yes, his chest was bothering him. But it's a new week. It's a new matchup. You know, I mean, I would, where are we? I would where are we looking at uh, for for Pittsburgh this week? They're playing the the Raiders. Where are the Raiders against know. the tight end? Probably Bad. not great. Not good. No, they're definitely not good. Probably not great. So, <sighs> I know. Yeah. See, there you go. I know. See, that's the thing. Like, I know you love Kincaid. But you're giving up. You you're giving Kincaid. up on the upside. Who else do you have on your team? Is there anyone else you can drop? But if, yeah, I guess you. No, might. no, no. Drop, drop Fryermuth. I mean, Coop is right. If you're gonna deal with a tight end. You can get the low floor, well, the the high floor, low floor of Fryermuth, but with Kincaid, things could blossom, and right. so I would probably, I would, you know, I don't think that Muth is going to outscore him, like you know, severely over the next, let's just say, three, four weeks, while Kincaid kind of puts it together. So drop and Muth, was, add Ted Deck. The reason being is that Kincaid could be the slot wide receiver for the Bills. And that upside is somewhere else, whereas it's going to be easier to find Friar Muths on the wire. You know what I mean? Like it's easier to find a Friar Muth than it is to find the hypothetical upside of Kincaid. But we also might not hit that. But I'm going for us. Have you guys ever seen like, you know, in like the nature shows, you've got like the lizard and he's just like he's hanging onto the side of the cliff and he's just kind of looking over him. That's Coop holding on to his shares of Dalton, his hopes <laughs> of Dalton Kincaid right now. He's just like what 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 fire move fire no 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 i'm not gonna jump yet i'm not gonna jump yet i'm gonna stay right here six there six i mean (laughs) the thing is he he played fewer wide wide receiver snaps than he did week one so i was hoping we could maybe pull ourselves up over the ledge but actually like the route we were hanging on to kind of just like fell out a little bit he's slipping a little bit oh you know, so that's 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 where we're living with that. Uh, chat. Right, what else we got? Oh, we got the Twitch gang here. Let me get the Twitch glasses out. What's up, gang? Thanks for joining us. We love our friends over at Twitch. Uh, trade Higgins in Montgomery for Evans and Javante Williams. Wow, that's a some big names there, man. Um, <coughs> yeah. So I, it's tough, man. I don't I don't know if I do that. I, I listen. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sell off Higgins for cheap. Evans is coming off of a great game, and listen. The Bucks have been doing really awesome things for the first two weeks of the season. Am I going to pin my hopes on Baker Mayfield actually performing well all year long? No, I'm not. So while I do like Evans and I think that he will, you know, continue to perform, I'm not going to give up on the uh, on the upside of T. Higgins with Joe Burrow and and what the two of them can do together. To me, Montgomery and Javante Williams at this point right now is still a wash. And, you know, obviously Montgomery with the thigh issue, you know, maybe he sits a week. But, you know, if you're looking at it long term, you know, Dan Campbell's efforts at the running back position really favor Monty than they do Jameer Gibbs. And I'll tell you what, with Mike Evans, this is the Mike Evans we know. It's the Mike Evans that we've always had. If Mike Evans got to play the Bears and the Vikings every week, then Mike Evans would be the greatest wide receiver of all time. All time. Unfortunately, this week he's going to play Darius Slay. And then the next week he's going to go up against Marshawn Lattimore, who he 
half the time they just have a fist fight instead oh, of actually yeah. playing the game. <laughs> they'll they'll both know? be tossed by the mid, <laughs> they'll mid both be first tossed. quarter. Right. He plays them twice. Luckily, uh, he plays them twice, and the second time they play Howard, it's fantasy football championship week. Uh, he's got <laughs> AJ Terrell on the schedule twice, so it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows for Mike Evans. Like you got to pick and choose your spots. This week on Monday night, if James Bradbury is out, I'm going Chris Godwin, showdown captain. There you go. There you go. Very interesting. Uh, all right, let's go to some uh, – let's just cruise through. How concerned are you about St. Brown? I mean, turf toe is horrifying. and uh, he's I, got you know, a metal... I'm looking for the report on the turf toe, and I don't see it. So Where, where are you pulling you... it? The Twitter Twitter doctors, so oh, grain, grain of salt. But there, <laughs> there. So this is the inference: is that they did mention. I think Amon Ra mentioned himself that he he's playing with uh, metal, like these shoes that have metal in them. And mm-hmm. uh, the guy Deepak Chona, I believe his name is, said that that's pretty much something you only do when you have turf toe. So that's kind of the inference there. Okay. Well, I want to seize up. Yeah. Look. Oh, here we go. Now, now all of a sudden it's labeled a toe injury. It went from undisclosed to now it's toe. All right. We'll see. Hey, the Twitter doctor snuck in there with the metal shoe. The, the classic Twitter, Twitter Twitter doctor in with the metal the metal shoe in the study. Right. That's the clue. Yeah. With the candlestick <laughs> in the la- in the library. <laughs> Right. It was Professor Plum in the conservatory <laughs> with the lead pipe. Divac Chona in on the Twitter with the metal shoe. Um, <laughs> let's see. How much of Hunt should we see taking snaps from Ford? I spent a hefty amount of him in Fab last night. Yeah, I got that. I got that. I mean, all right. So first and foremost, I, on Sirius XM today, I'm writing a love letter to all Jerome Ford owners. So I don't really want to reveal too much, but I'll just say this. I don't see Hunt overall taking a ton away. Will he take some of the passing work at some point? Yes, he probably will eat into it. I still think Jerome Ford leads the backfield. I think he's going to be given every opportunity that he possibly can. But faces Tennessee this week. And guess what? Tennessee did to Joshua Kelly, to Jamal Williams. I warned everybody last week. I'm warning y'all again this week. Don't get frustrated with Jerome Ford too early because he's also got he's got San Francisco coming up. That's not a great matchup. Uh, there's another one that he's got also. Um, yeah, the schedule is. But the thing is, you're getting yeah, Ravens. Him. So he's got he's got Titans, Ravens, 49ers, Colts. Meet me. But then the schedule kind of like it, it loosens for him. And so I'm not, I'm going to still stay well invested where I have Jerome Ford. I had him in a couple of places already. I picked him up off of waivers last night. I didn't go hog crazy wild. I didn't spend my whole fat budget. I, you know, I ended up, I actually got him for like 65% of my budget, which I thought was like a nice little, I was just kind of bidding there to, you know, to see if, you know, somebody else in the league was going to go nuts on it but overall i'm fine with jerome ford uh you just have to be patient right and the reason you go for guys like jerome ford and kyron williams is that these are going to be season-long plays i see i saw people spending up on matt Breida and zach moss and i'm like okay you're gonna start matt Breida for one game against the 49ers on a thursday 
that's going to be that's going to be brutal, right? Or or you have two more games of Zach Moss hypothetically, and then he goes bye bye. So like Ford and Kyron Williams should have definitely been the priorities over Moss and Brito, no question. Uh, then we got a bench update uh, for that guy with the Fryermuth and Kincaid. He's got Rocha. I might just drop Roshan Johnson. Really? In this in this running back economy? I know. I drop Fryermuth. Uh, drop Fryermuth. Drop the Muth. Uh, drop the Muth. Franco, Franco said it Muth best. is the vanilla ice cream of tight ends. Uh, you know what? I'm sure John and Pemba has a lot of shares of Fryermuth. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt vanilla about ice cream. it. A good vanilla. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's see what else. Goff over Burrow this week, John. Yes, a hundred percent. Got it. Hundred percent. And I don't even like Goff all that much this week. Uh, that's another story here. I got offered to trade my Gibbs for Devonta Smith. My wide receivers kind of suck. I had Garrett Wilson. Uh, Ethan, what are your uh, what? What, what do your running backs look like, Ethan? Right. We, we need that information as we need well. Need that info. I'll tell you what. That's a that's about. It feels like a very fair trade, right? So if your lineup gets better doing the trade, then do it. But don't do it just to do it. But I, I think the value is like pretty much down the middle on that, right, Howard? Like that. If yeah. it makes both teams better, we might have the rare trade that actually is good for both teams. Definitely, that would be nice. I love those trades. Those oh, are the way. Yes. That's the way trades are supposed to be done. That's yes, uh, you know that's why it's like so many people sit there and they're like nobody trades in my league, whatever. You know why? Right. Because everybody tries to get over on everybody else and then you put it up to a league vote and your league is like whoa what the hell is this This is the worst trade i've ever seen and like and if everybody's like out there with their veto stamp non-stop it's insanity i hate it insanity i hate it like a whole show on how to trade that for real like trades like that uh if you have two quarterbacks and one has his bye week and then you just don't need the other one. Those trades are nice. You know what I mean? Like trades that have a little bit of a narrative to them. And the one, the one that gets vetoed the most that I hate is like somebody that is like, Oh, and two, and they don't have a running back to start. So they trade, you know, a, a Kamara away for, for a running back to start this week. And people say, Oh no, you can't do that. And they basically force that player to lose this week's matchup and potentially not make the playoffs. It's like, sometimes you got to do stuff like that. So to, to survive, you know? So, like you can't be vetoing trades that make the person start like a scrub at running back. You know, it's uh, we could do a whole thing on it. Yeah, trade right value now. is relative. Like that's the thing. Right. Also, if I'm loaded up at RB and I need wide receiver help, Ethan here's talking stuff like that. You know, to trade a a, a big running back or you know or a guy like you know everybody's got Jameer Gibbs is like a league winner. What you're gonna draft it? You're gonna trade him for Devonta Smith? I mean, I'm looking at this. Ethan says that his, uh, his he's got CMC, he's got James Conner as well. I mean, I, I would make that move. That I'm not listen. I'm just not a huge Jameer Gibbs guy, and and I'm definitely not, I'm I'm 100 right so far on how Dan Campbell has used him, which is why I don't have shares of of Jameer Gibbs. But maybe I'm wrong here. Coop, would you trade Jameer Gibbs for straight up for Devonta Smith? I think it's a fair trade, and I think the person trading for Gibbs might not have watched the game. They might not have seen Craig Reynolds come in and do his best David Montgomery impression. And just to solidify that, they went out and signed Bam Knight and said, hey, we we yeah. want to have a different back on early downs. That's what they basically told us, and uh, that's okay, right? Like, that's smart from an NFL standpoint. It's just not what we want for fantasy football. 
We want fantasy, fantasy football. We want dumb coaches, right? We want coaches using the same player every snap, and we want Eli Manning chucking it up to Odell Beckham every single play. But <laughs> smart, good QBs and smart coaches can be bad for fantasy football. Sometimes. No doubt. All right, let's uh, let's see. Uh, Calvo says, "What's up, guys? Start T. Higgins versus the Chargers, or Mike Evans versus the Eagles." T. Higgins does not face the Chargers this week. T. Higgins faces the Rams this week. So they that tried is... to trick us. Well, I mean, us. you know, I mean, Mike Evans versus T. Higgins, all things being equal here, Rams versus Philadelphia. I think Evans versus Darius Slay and T. Higgins with uh, probably Browning at quarterback. What do you like? Sounds bad. The good news is both games are Monday, so you can wait and see if Joe Burrow is going to play. Obviously, obviously, if Burrow plays, it's Higgins, no question. But I kind of, I kind of skew Higgins anyway. I kind of skew Higgins anyway. Okay, perfect. See, there you yeah. go. The if, lean is Mike Evans, and we'll figure it out. Don't sweat it, Coop. You gotta if you can't, you you know what? Here's the thing. Overthinking. I'm overthinking. You're overthinking it, and it's Wednesday, and you just said it. These guys play on Monday. You don't have to like you know that one of them's going into your lineup. Yeah, you're gonna figure it out. You're gonna see what happens during practices, you're gonna see what happens in your fantasy game. Do you need to crazy swing for the fences? Do you just want like somebody who's gonna be a, a safe play that's you know is gonna see targets? That's you know, these decisions need to be made when it's time to make those decisions. So don't 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 commit, Coop. Be be a little wishy-washy. Water. Be a Charlie Brown for a moment. We're like water over here. Let's go. Fluid. Uh, let's see who's somebody's RB three. I have CMC and James cook 12 team PP. I don't even know what this question is from Dylan. Do you, I got to like scroll. Oh, how much should we? Oh yeah, yeah. All right. So how much should we see hunt? All right. That was the continuation of a Kareem hunt question. Yeah. Um, just start, right. just start those other guys. Yeah. Jalen Warren or Najee Harris. I kind of feel uh, like Sean. that's just a dirty question. I know, but it's not, it's not necessarily crazy, but you still start Najee Harris. When I, when it changes for me is if they have a two minute drill in one of these games and uh, Jalen Warren gets those snaps so far this year and last year, Najee Harris has gotten 100% of them. So I'm sticking with that. All right, there we go. It's a dirty question, by the way, Sean. Filthy, filthy, disgusting. The twitch. (laughs) Kyron and London for Olave. Giving up Kyron Williams and Drake London to get Olave. I'll say this right now. I'm going to say no, No. because if you watch Derek Carr on Monday night, I love Olave. His quarterback sucks. Raiders were right. Right. And you know what? Like Kyron Williams running backs. Everyone loves a zero R zero RB and all that stuff. Running backs are still the currency of fantasy football. And if this is the injuries through two weeks, guess what it's going to look like through six weeks, buddy. And guess what it's going to look like when the bye weeks start and it gets real nasty. You're going to be begging for a Kyron Williams. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Does Paris Campbell get more appealing with no Saquon or is he droppable? Oh, and oh, and get him out. Uh, What I've seen, Howard, what I've seen so far from the likes of Paris Campbell and Sterling Shepard and and that whole gang makes me want to get makes me want to stash Wondell Robinson in more spots because it's there's nothing popping over there. There's Jalen Hyatt popped a little bit this past week. Granted, it was Arizona, but Jalen Hyatt still popped a little this week. Like, that's 
if it's if it's Jalen Hyatt and Wandell Robinson and Darren Waller out there, I feel a lot better about the Giants passing. I love game. that. I love that. I would love to see Darren Waller as like the split end, Hyatt out wide, and Wandell in the slot, and then like Daniel Bellinger as an inline tight end, just doing nothing. That would be great for fantasy. Just consolidate all the targets among those three guys. We could oh, get away yeah. with that. Yeah. So good. So good. Ryan Smitty with the great comment here. You can't veto stupid. <laughs> I love that, man. I love that. Right it's there, true. That, I'm going to steal that. You know what? That just that just became my food for thought on today's Sirius XM yeah. commercial. You look at the next question here, Coop, because I'm putting in my food for thought right now. I'm I'm Ryan's pinning Ryan. I'm pinning Ryan's comment to the top of the chat. Where that's, is that? Yeah. Okay. Pinned. You can cannot, you can't veto stupid only collusion. Ryan yeah. Smitty. Listen, if you're listening to the uh, Fantasy Alarm show today on Sirius XM, Ryan, you're gonna get a nice little shout out here. Yeah, Ryan that's a good Smitty. One. Beautiful. Smitty. Beautiful. All right, Mazel tov. Uh that and two fifty will get you a subway ride in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Sean, you're right. Najee looks unexplosive, but we have to lean into the usage for now. The looking more explosive with like a guy like Tony Pollard for years, it didn't translate to anything until last year. When it, if if and when it does flip, then we flip. But we can't, you, you know, you can't just look at metrics and and start assigning roles yourself. They assign the roles. Well said, Andrew. Well said. Thanks. <laughs> all right i want to rapid fire through some of these so that we can try and get to some other stuff here uh question from the last show was uh should swift return to the bench if gainwell returns i think he kind of got himself into a little bit of a timeshare uh you know he'll get the yeah. opportunity but go look at deandre swift's game log from last season 155 yards or 144 yards uh, and a touchdown in week one, and then he did nothing. Crazy. Ironically, he ran that game against the Eagles in week one while he was with the Lions. Then he sucked the entire rest of the season. He got hurt. Then he came back and couldn't play. And he's whatever. he's basically running back Sammy Watkins. Oh yes, like that is one. a comp right there. Oh my god, this is see, this is good stuff here. Running back Sammy Watkins. Yeah, that's pain. It's painful, but he looks so good at times, and they just goes away. Uh, I think that's it for questions here. No, we have one from Scamp. Uh, lost oh, Chub. Scamp. Scamp. Oh, you little scamp. You. I lost. Lost Chub. Have Saquon, Monty, Javante, Sharbs, Justice Hill. I uh, got offered Brees Hall and Khalil Herbert for his Kyron Williams. Am I crazy for wanting the sure thing of Kyron? So is Kyron the sure thing? Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. He def, 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 it's hard to say he is for sure, but I mean like Brees Hall and Khalil Herbert. I mean, I Brees don't Hall. love Khalil Herbert. That's the problem. I love Brees, definitely, but there is a a, a, a you know, a share going They're kind of, you know, easing him in four carries last week was ridiculous. And he, he has to drop justice Hill to do the trade. He's yeah. I mean, so, so Brees Hall and Khalil Herbert over Kyron Williams and justice Hill. I think I could actually kind of be swayed into that. I don't love it, but I think I could be swayed into it. 
you were looking so good on Saturday, Scamp, with Chubb and Saquon. All right, well, let's get to the let's get to the task at hand, Coop. I am the prize. Focus up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, it doesn't matter what it was. I would take the Bre- I would take the Brees Hall side. Brees Hall looked great, and I think he's they're going to keep ramping him up. Dalvin Cook looks bad. Michael Carter is Michael Carter. Brees Hall, what he could be, what we saw even week one. If that's, I think they're going to ramp him up, and he's going to be good. So t- take the trade, go for Brees. Deal. Uh, and Dunn asks, what about Jameis to the Jets? And I'm going to just stop answering your questions <laughs> now. I'm, can, can we block Ann's IP address? Unbelievable. I'm going to tell, tell all the ladies in the Man Smart Woman Smarter League that you're like trolling me on these live streams. They'll, they'll, they'll come yeah, after you. You're being cyberbullied, Howard. I am. I'm being bullied by <laughs> Ann Dunn right now. Right. Um, all right. Let's talk about a couple of uh, – we'll, we'll come back to the chat in a little while. Uh, if we got some time before we get there, though, got to remind everybody that Underdog Fantasy offers new contests and chances to win every day. You can play their pick 'em contest by choosing higher or lower on two to five players. The more players you pick, the more money you can win. So you can do this for MLB, NFL, PGA. You know, you'll get it with NBA as well, NHL. Underdog Fantasy also offers daily drafts with leagues ranging from 2 to 12 players. And now there's a brand new way to play on Underdog Fantasy. Make picks during the game with in-game pickup. All right. All you need to do is sign up at fantasyalarm.com slash underdog. Use the promo code ALARM. First-time depositors get 100% match up to $100. So, again, fantasyalarm.com slash underdog. Promo code ALARM. A couple of things here. Featured, Coop. Daniel Jones, uh, over half a total yard. The 100K Sunday contest that they uh, that they say that you make your plays, and then you if you use this player, you're automatically entered into their $100,000 contest um, for just for playing. Uh, so Tyreek Hill over, or you know, Tyreek Hill, 91 and a half total yards, higher or lower on that one. I, Daniel Jones is obviously higher. That's the gimme. Thank you very much, sir. May I have another? Tyreek Hill, 91 and a half total yards, higher or lower here against um, a pretty decent pass defense. Right? I think I feel I just don't see how you can bet how you can pick lower. I just don't see how you can pick lower on this player right now. He's playing so well. And Jalen Waddell also with the concussion protocol, we don't even know if he's gonna go. I mean, I just I think it's got to be higher for me. I don't know. What do you think, Howard? Denver secondary. I know. Justin, I mean, Justin and I love it, but we have seen, we have seen Tyreek Hill shut down when there is good quality bracket coverage on him. Yeah. And this Denver secondary, I mean, I get it. I mean, Tyreek's a, he's, he's ridiculous. How many times did you see him run that like crossing slant where they just couldn't catch him? And Tua, if you watch the Tua will do the play action. And he turns around and throws it without looking to the spot. Like they trust this system so much. It is wild. Like it's almost as little like a turnaround J like doesn't even look and Hill's there every time. So I don't know. I, I think I still want to go higher. Ah. Well, I, I, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm going to actually go so, with you on the higher here. I'm going to finalize it with a higher because this is, this is what, this is what the sucker bet is because all of a sudden you come in and you're like Patrick Sertain, Denver secondary, their coverage is fantastic. This, that, the other thing, the one intangible that everybody seems to forget is the Miami flu and players come down to Miami 
and they party and they're they there and they're out late and they're at the club and they're having a great time. And all of a sudden somebody's lost a step or two in, right, in, in their coverage. So I kind of feel like the 91 and a half is like, you know, everybody's like, Oh man, you know, is he going to have a hundred yard game against Denver? So I'm with you, Coop. I'm going to take the hire with you. And, uh, and we're going to, uh, we're going to bank on the fact that uh, it's all up in the club. Yeah. And anybody, yep. So anybody down there in Miami, if you see any of these guys at the Clevelander, Clevelander, one of those spots, get buy them a drink, buy them two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> send over a bottle of crystal. Yeah. Send it's over, worth yeah. the investment. Load them um, up. <laughs> all right. So that's the hundred K one for, uh, for Sunday. Uh, let's each give out one pick here that they can kind of pair it up with. Uh, I'm going to start because I, I'm just going super chalk here. Justin Jefferson scores a touchdown. Justin Jefferson, you know, 0.5 rushing and receiving touchdown. He just needs to get into the box in this matchup here against the chargers. This is going to be, this is a 54, uh, you know, uh, line game line on this one here. This to me screams, Justin Jefferson in the end zone with the football. If we're going to play clue right now, it's Justin Jefferson in the end zone with the football, with the football. Yeah. higher than half a rushing and receiving touchdown. That seems too easy. Um, I'm going to go with one here that is actually trailing you, Howard. It's something you said yesterday, basically just taking a, a big chunk of something that you said yesterday on this show and finding a way to monetize it, which is uh, you talked about this Lions Falcons game and how not only uh, does the way that the game script work out going to essentially force the Falcons to throw a little more than they usually do. Obviously they're going to run plenty and try to run, but with no CJ Gardner Johnson potentially out for the years, what I'm seeing Howard, they already put him on IOR. Uh, I think Desmond Ritter could have a normal game. He'd with the number for him set at 190, 190 and a half yards. He doesn't even have to have a great game, right? Like uh-huh. we've last week, he, you know, we've seen him have plenty of games where he can throw for 250 yards. All he has to do is have a normal game passing the football and we're good. So I'm going to go higher on Ritter there. And the thing is, if he doesn't hit the higher on that, now I got to drop Kyle Pitts in all my leagues and, and, you know, and we're feeling bad about all these other players. So I'm rooting for this in more ways than one. Like I need a normal game from this team. So uh, Desmond Ritter feels like a good one there with the higher. I think what I'm going to do right now, Coop is while I am here, on the show with you. I'm, I'm going to play that all four of those picks. Put them in there. Yeah. Let's see what uh, we can get. See what we can do here. Let me click my old log out. The fact that I have to, I don't know if this is a browser thing or whatnot, but the fact that I have to like clock in, like log in every single time. All right. So I'm going higher for Daniel Jones, higher for Tyreek Hill. Why won't it let me click it? You can put FIFA games and you can put like other sports in with the football ones. Oh, you can't play them together. Oh, cowards. Can't Those play. Guys. Well, because it's the $100,000 <laughs> one. Which, <laughs> they don't want to know, give us so, 100000 yeah, I'm like trying to be like a little of a you know, little, little fool here. All right. So wait. So I'm going to still do it here. We got Tyree Kill. I'm going higher. <laughs> um, Man, now I got to like scroll all the way down. Oh, where's Justin Jefferson? There you are. Higher. And what was our uh, Desmond Ritter? Desmond Ritter. And oh and folks out there, as uh, the, the games get closer, they add more and more. So if you look at the Thursday ones, Brock Purdy, there's numbers for everything. Pass TDs, pass yards, rush yards, 
uh, rushing attempts, everything. So they're going to keep adding them through the week. You know, maybe we'll do a little Thursday one tomorrow, Howard. But I'm keeping an eye on that. Um, I'm keeping an eye on that Cardinals game. I want to see a, a Rondell Moore one in there. Right now they only have Matt Prater, but they will add people. And whoever's playing slot for the Cardinals, uh, I'm going to move them up a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about that. So, uh, but yeah, what is that? So if you get those three in there, what do you? What does that do? Does that three X us? Does that six X us? Oh yeah, yeah. It just did three X's us. Three X. Let's go. Three I listen, right? I'll take that. I'll take that any day. Why not? Why not? No, I think if, if, you, if you put all three at six X's, it goes six X. Oh, does no? it six X? Uh, maybe yeah. I wasn't paying attention. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention, Coop. You know, what are you gonna do? Well, I don't want I want the people to know that if you put three in there six times your money, yeah, yeah, buddy. There you go. Maybe I should have looked at the uh, at the final ticket after just clicking some <laughs> just smashing money. I'm through. just gonna bid this much money, and yeah, that <laughs> that is how it works, dude. Oh, that is yeah, how it works. Yeah. Uh, um, all right, a couple of things that you know. So so let's let's go back to a, a couple of injuries if we could here, uh, or do we want to talk secondaries? You want to talk injuries? Let's you want to talk second. secondaries? Let's. We've been trying to talk about the secondaries for two days now. All right. So here we go. So one of the things that, you know, we obviously try to identify on the regular is who's got that weak secondary that you can start loading up wide receivers against in DFS. And, you know, we try to track it. You know, one of the, you know, we, we used, we, we would do this with tight ends. You would look and see who the, the team was that gave up the most fantasy points per game to the tight end. And then we would take that and look at who's got the worst DVOA against the tight end position. And then boom, all of a sudden we're always targeting the, you know, using the tight end against Arizona. That's really kind of where it all went down. from. So now we're talking secondaries here and it's, you know, it's a little bit broader of a scope, but taking a look at what's going on here coming into this week, uh, this five secondaries coop who had given up the most passing yards per game, the chargers, the Eagles, the Seahawks, the Colts and the Titans. So right off the bat, you know, we, we're already looking at that chargers secondary. Very deceptively, the numbers for Minnesota don't really say how bad that secondary is, but that is uh, definitely the way to go. Um, yeah, there's that's that's the thing. Something you have to do. You have to look at the matchups for for some of these just to be to be sure. But I mean, like even with the the, the Chargers, one of those matchups was against the the Titans. So it's like. If the numbers are saying this team is bad versus the pass and one of the teams isn't good, then you can definitely lean into that one, right? With the with the Vikings, I don't know. Is do you think it's a matchup thing? Do I think it's a matchup thing? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, do you know let me go through here as far as you know, Minnesota uh and their games. What was it? it was um Tampa Bay, and that was not a team that was really heavily passing on them. Uh, you know, they, they threw some, but you know, you, you weren't looking at it saying that, you know, Baker Mayfield is racking up all of these, you know, ridiculous numbers. So, you know, that was week one. And then, uh, and then against the, uh, against the Eagles, one of the things that we saw was, uh, the number of rushing touchdowns, uh, that we had in that game against the Eagles, right? It was Jalen Hurts ran in one, two, uh, and DeAndre Swift ran in a third touchdown, and he only had one touchdown for Devonta Smith. So that's going to skew the DVOA numbers there. Mm, okay, so okay. that's something that, that you sense. just kind of have to uh, pay attention. Pay yeah. attention. Coop, have you got to go? Coop was getting a, a, no, I'm good. a, a I was gonna text. text there. Are you sure? I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. It was 
my wife didn't realize I was live on a show, ah. even though I'm live on a show at this time every day. But uh, we oh, so, yeah. we sorted that. <laughs> we, sorted, we sorted that one out. We sorted uh, that one out. It's something that I can handle in 10 minutes. So sorry about that. Well, then let me just kind of get back to it then. So anyway, yeah. so that's why the numbers for Minnesota don't look as bad as what they should look like. And and against the Chargers, it's going to be bad, which is why you have that going on there. But anyway, the Chargers were secondary here, giving up the most yards. The Eagles, 326 passing yards per game against them. One of the things that you're going to have to know, I mean, listen, or we accept is that every team is going to have to throw against the Eagles in the second half, especially if the Eagles have the lead. They're just going to run the football, you know, and in the second half and do that. So, you have to assume that that secondary is going to be tested, but throw away from Darius Slay seems to be working. Seattle's secondary, no longer the Legion of Boom. Indianapolis's secondary is absolutely atrocious anyway. Um, and then the Titans' secondary is the, uh, is the other one there. So to me, you know, and obviously I look at those numbers there and it immediately turns me to the opposing quarterbacks. Yeah. I'll tell you with with the um, with the Eagles in particular, they are getting exposed over the middle. So they have Slay on the outside, typically Bradbury on the other side. But the tight ends have been doing damage here. And you're talking about pass yards allowed with 326 with touchdowns. Hunter Henry scored a touchdown week one. T.J. Hawkins has scored two in week two. So this team in two games already let three touchdowns to the tight end. Which for your showdown slates on Monday. Kate Otten, I mean, he got six targets last week. Maybe a little sneaky over the middle play there. I think that if I'm when I'm making my lineup, if I'm making Chris Godwin the captain out of this out of the slot, I might sneak a little Otten in there, fade uh, fade Mike Evans. Now Baker Mayfield is that a guy that that we're going to consider here in a situation where they're going to have to throw it? That's what that's that's where the real question is. And I, and John and Pemba on the show before this, kind of, you know, I know he is to the. That? He's the number one detractor of Baker Mayfield, and he said some positive things. The fact that he said any positive things at all makes me think Baker is actually a sneaky play, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, it's also, you know, he had said something positive about him last week, and he hit. So automatically, John goes back to that, too. And is that the play, or is that the sucker move? Maybe. Definitely not in single QB real leagues. Just you know, not doing that. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty funny. You talk about, you know, somebody was talking about sitting uh, Jalen Hurts for Kirk Cousins this week because of Cousins' matchup against there. Now, he's obviously looking at Cousins throwing for 340 yards and three touchdowns last week. And, you know, and then he sees that matchup. But, like, I mean, can you, can you even think about benching Jalen Hurts uh, you know, because of the matchup this week here, I don't, I don't think you can, not at all. No, I, Jalen Hurts to me is just a guy that I'm just never going to bench. This isn't a situation like Justin, Justin Fields, where we're kind of chasing hypothetical upside. Like we already know where it is. I'm never benching Mahomes. I'm never benching Jalen Hurts. I will just straight up lose my fantasy league. Flat out, like I've already committed. You drafted Hurts. You drafted Hurts in the third round, the fourth round, maybe because you wanted to just lock him in as your starting quarterback. To sit there and play matchups right now—that's no. just you know focus committed. your energy on your yeah. Commit to it. Focus your energy on the uh, on 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 that front for sure. Uh, yeah. What other now, numbers did I pull what we, here? What can we take uh, advantage of here? So Seahawks, Colts. 
Titans. Like, who's playing the Seahawks? Bryce Young. Okay, never mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Jonathan Mingo season, dude. What are you talking about? Maybe, dude. I, it was Adam Thielen, apparently, is back from the dead. He was the focal, focal point of that team. I mean, talk about the old guy fist fight with Michael Thomas versus Adam Thielen until they ran out of steam at halftime. Uh, they're involved, man. Uh, Lamar Jackson versus the Colts this week. Smash bot. I love that. Yeah. I wonder that spot. I do. Yeah. And you know what? Listen, if I'm sitting in a season long fantasy league, I'm willing to maybe give the benefit of the doubt to Deshaun Watson. If it's a matter of playing him uh, or having somebody else on the roster, uh, you know, against this Titan secondary, because I don't think that uh, Jerome Ford's going to get a whole lot of running room, uh, you know, in that. So just another name to just another name to think about, another name to just kind of consider, you know, as you're moving forward here. Now, again, right. like all, all of this stuff, we've got all of this stuff over at fantasyalarm.com. So allow me to, uh, you know, kind of wrap things up here on Alarm Fantasy Football like a, like a corporate shill. <laughs> just tell you all <laughs> to go to Fantasy Alarm. If you don't have a subscription to Fantasy Alarm, all right? What is that? Why? Yeah, there you go. There's the hat. Maybe we'll get you a hat. Who knows? But we're offering up a seven-day free trial. And that's going to go away pretty soon because we've been offering this seven-day free trial for a couple of weeks. A lot of great people have taken advantage of it. I've been chatting up with tons of new people in the Fantasy Alarm Discord. So, you know, what you're going to want to do is go to fantasyalarm.com slash win. All right, it's going to set you up immediately. It's going to show you about the monthly, uh, and then it's going to send you to the seven-day free trial. Sign up for that. Take it all for a spin. Read everything that we've got on the site this week. If it's not, if it's just football for you, we've got more than enough football for you to end up reading. Please wait till the weekly matchup report from John and Pemba comes out tomorrow. You're going to go bonkers over that one. So read all the content, play DFS with us, the best bets right now, rocking and rolling on that front as well. Just jump in on it and uh, take it for that, that seven day free trial. It's going to end up paying for itself. Fantasyalarm.com slash win. That's where you want to go. Coop, as we wrap things up here today, um, any final thoughts from you? It's the last one I want to mention that it just goes under underappreciated because Matt sells himself doesn't like to victory lap, but this guy absolutely destroys the NASCAR content. So if you do do the seven yeah. day free trial, you, you, you have to take advantage of his picks. He is, he's the, he's been the three time NASCAR writer of the year. So if you're a fantasy line member now, or if you're just doing the trial, go over there and just make a lineup. It is fun. I personally, I keep red zone on and I play whatever the local game is. And then on one other screen, I have a NASCAR race just because it's always fun. And I, I hate to say it. I've probably made more money doing NASCAR DFS just off sales as picks than I have from any other sport. Guy's great. Guy is great. Mike, I known doing MMA also absolutely yeah. killing it. Absolutely killing it. Uh, how much is that subscription after the seven day trial ends? Uh, just under $40 a month, $39.97 a month. Uh, and, you know. I mean, you pay for it this weekend. Yeah. Look, Rex is saying get the free trial, learn how to play fantasy football better. Look at that, Rex. Man, I want to give you a big hug and a job, all the same uh, same point. Oh, all right, going to wrap it up here. 
with a hey boys i have saquon so i'm trying to make ends meet here with the running back position what's a more fair trade for me to acquire jalen warren marquise brown or marvin mims who you giving up let me put my twitch glasses on for the twitch gang uh if you want jalen warren i would try and trade marquise brown right now um I don't love Josh Dua Dobbs. His ability to deliver the football is just not amazing. And Marvin Mims, after he's popped off this week, my boy Marvin Mims, Marvin Hims, I think he's going to get a lot more snaps here. And these are the guys that translate and turn into the Amon Ross St. Browns and the Odell Beckhams. Whereas Marquise Brown, we already know who he is. Low A dot, just okay uh, type guy. So, yeah, I would I would make that move. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in to another episode of Alarm Fantasy Football. I want to thank our producer, Ernie Acosta. Uh, Coop and I will be back again tomorrow. I'll be on at 1 p.m. for an episode of Getting Buzzed. My special guest, Chris Weaver from NFL Films, is going to join me on that show. Then you got me and Coop here at Alarm Fantasy Football. And then after that, Coop's going to be on the old live stream with John and Pemba doing Q&A leading up to that game. And then you can also find us Thursday night in the better cast app, watching all the games, chatting it up, answering questions, trying to win some free autographed memorabilia. And it's all free. The app is free. Everything's free. Fancy alarm subscription costs money, but gets that seven day free trial. So for Andrew Cooper, I'm Howard Bender. Thanks so much for tuning in everybody. We'll catch you next time.